Welcome to Yes Mother. This is the podcast about the A&E show Bates Motel. Tonight, we will be recording um, for the episode Visiting Hours, Season 5. I'm Em. And I'm Sue. This is the penultimate episode of the series. I can't believe there's only one more. So crazy. I know. What a fun journey it's been, though, with these people. Oh, it's been awesome. Yeah. I just adore this show. Me too. And I'm going to miss it, but it's it's fun. I'm excited to see how it ends. I'm really excited. I know. <laughs> I've got, like, ideas going in my head about what's going to happen. <laughs> I know. We're going to have to have a really good, like, prediction. Right. Oh, and at our party, we're totally going to have to do a death poll. And no one will know. Oh, that's right. That's right. I usually know the... I never get to do the death polls because I always know. <laughs> that's right. I think a death poll would be entirely appropriate. Yeah. For sure. Should we get the the guests in on it too? If they want to email us their predictions? Yeah, why not? Okay. So... How does it work again? Let's see. So you list all the characters, and then we each pick, okay, they're going to live, they're going to die, right? Yeah, and let's, I think, did we, like, tier the characters? Like, yes. main, main characters were worth more? Yes. And then side characters were worth a little less? I'll probably just do two categories. So let's see, I think like five points and if you okay we'll just this is how it's going to work <laughs> so okay, I'll have the main <laughs> how the story's going to go <laughs> so I have the main characters and they'll be worth five points so if you choose say you choose Norman and Romero and like only Romero dies. Uh-huh. You'd get five points for getting Romero right. No, you'd get five points for getting Romero right, but you would lose five points for getting Norman wrong. Right. I think that's how it worked. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll just call the main characters Romero, Norman, Dylan, and Emma. Yeah. And then everyone else would be, like, worth, what, like, two or three points? Yeah, probably two. So, like, Regina, Sheriff Green. Madeline. Madeline. Miscellaneous deputies. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, yeah. Send in your predictions. I'm sure we'll post something on Facebook. But you got to get them in by Monday. I would say by Sunday. Yeah. Sunday at midnight. Mount, yeah. Mountain Standard Time. Or we probably wouldn't notice, so whichever midnight it is for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, nope, that came in at one. Disqualified. <laughs> <laughs> so...
Well, should we start the comic Let's cards? just get right into it. Yep. Do you want to start? Yeah, we got one from from Candy. Oh, yeah. About the body. She didn't. So let's. Uh, let's Have we heard from Candy all season? Yeah, she's been sending in. Really? Oh. Sorry, Candy. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's missed an episode here and there, but she's been she's been sending in this year. Oh, um, and before I forget, mm-hmm. we heard from Laura because of her call out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She she made a little message on Facebook and. She's just running behind a little bit. Oh, okay. So she's been... And you know how it gets when you're, like, behind and you don't know what to write? <laughs> yes. You don't know where it's all at, so... Um, oh, okay. Well, sorry. She's around. Out. <laughs> <laughs> We're not kicking you out. We're not kicking you out. And you you can have a cross stitch, whatever you want. Yep. You betcha. Anyway, she's going to try and get something in for the finale. Cool. All right. Good to know she's... She's around. She's around. Okay. Um, okay. So, so Candy sent us one about the body. And it says, Hey, ladies. I really wanted to get a comment card to y'all earlier, but life stuff. <laughs> um, she says, Em, I also have a new puppy and really enjoyed hearing you podcast throughout your puppy parenting. So funny. <laughs> Those of us with them certainly relate. They're jerks. <laughs> <laughs> Puppies are jerks. <laughs> they totally are jerks. <laughs> and um, they're the cutest little things ever. I, I know. That's why. Yeah. That saves their lives. Yes. <laughs> many puppy <laughs> lives have been saved. It's a cuteness. <laughs> Kittens too. Yep. <laughs> Kittens can be little jerks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, past episodes. She says, I also got a misery vibe from Maggie. Mr. Man. (laughs) I expected a hobbling to take place for sure. Me (laughs) too. This week I wondered if she fell asleep while thumbing through her old nurse scrapbook. Shudder. (laughs) And Norman Norman prying Norman's eyes open. (laughs) Little smiley face. Uh, Things that stood out to me this week. Norman's Ted Bundy smile at Madeline through the glass doors as they let him away. Yep. Yep. Uh, Chicken Romero's scene was perfection. I was half, don't shoot him. Shoot him! (laughs) 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 But that chick went out like a kimono pelt-hatted high boot scarf hand-knitted sock-wearing boss. (laughs) 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 and dreamy Romero his sorrow and vengeance is so heartbreaking his memories of Norma Mm. and she puts a little crying face Um, many more thoughts but mostly excited to hear what y'all and my fellow guests have to say more towels please (laughs) candy in the maybe this time room you bet more towels on their way now we're again find ourselves short of help (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah things are things have been hopping at the motel yep it's true well thanks candy well, I mean, thanks candy i think we've heard from candy this season 
now that I think about it. Maybe I'm thinking of Kim in the candy corn room. Yeah, we've been hearing from Kim, but Candy... Yeah, maybe this is Candy's first. I'll have to I'll have to check the spreadsheet. Yeah. So, if it is the first, good to hear from you, Candy. <laughs> 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 so we oh, got that one from... We got something from Vicky. Yeah, about Audrey. Okay. I'll read that. Hi, Em and Sue. The following is not based on spoilers. I'm listening to your podcast and had to add this before I forgot. So I stopped listening and wrote this email. When you brought up how would Sheriff Green know that was Emma's mom and Dylan's mother-in-law, this popped into my head. I'm probably wrong, as I often am, but when Dylan told Emma that her mother was missing, he really didn't know for sure if Norman had anything to do with her missing. Maybe Emma called the police department in White Pine Bay and reported her missing and that she was last seen at Bates Motel. Remember when Sheriff Green brought up the female body? She had no idea who that was. So after hearing the call from Emma, she could have delved deeper into Emma's mom, Audrey's history, and gotten information on her and her dental records, thus identifying her. Emma might have told the police or sheriff that Audrey was Dylan's mother-in-law. That is the way to patch this all together. Sheriff has an unknown body, and Emma has a missing mother. Sheriff does some investigative work and finds out it is Audrey. But like I said earlier, I'm probably wrong. LOL. Vicky. You know, Vicky, that's the best explanation I think we could possibly come up with. I agree. And I think it works. I think so. Cause... Emma was utterly disturbed about this information. Mm-hmm. I could, And she's pissed at Norman. She doesn't care. She doesn't give a crap about Norman. And so, I mean, you know, like after that little scene saying she misses him, I guess we can... She doesn't have any sympathy for him. She's not trying to kind of protect him like Dylan is. So I could t- I could totally headcanon that she called White Pine Bay and reported her missing. Right. right. Or that Dylan did. Because I... Dylan has more protection. That's true. I could see Emma. I like the idea of Emma doing it better. Yeah. That is really the only thing that makes sense to me that how Sheriff Green would put it together. So, Yeah, and I'm happy to head Ken in that and feel better about the show. Yeah, so thanks, Vicky, because it was still kind of bugging me. <laughs> <laughs> that really helps. <laughs> Whether you're wrong or not, it I've works. headcanoned it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long as it works in our heads, then that can be the explanation <laughs> you know yep unless they tell us differently so good on ya alright then so our next one is from Julia let's see does this have a timestamp? stamp <laughs> 9.08 eight. 8 minutes after the show <laughs> <laughs> you know it's not a contest people <laughs> Usurping my throne. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, Julia's subject is almost over. And she says, Yes, this episode was awesome, and I loved it. Big shock. That's pretty much all I have to say. (laughs) And all I really want to say right now. I am trying to come to terms with, with the fact that there is only one episode left in the entire series. I'm grappling with that realization while still trying to live in the moment and enjoy what I'm watching. It's really a difficult thing. 
I'm going to need many, many therapy sessions when this show is over. It's wrecked me. Ugh. One more left. Brace yourselves. I'll try my best to do the same. Till next week, Juliet in the Razor Clam Room. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling kind of the same way. It's like, while watching visiting hours, I was trying to, like, savor every moment. Because I'm like, <laughs> when this is over, there's only an hour left of new dates. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> but what a rewatchable show. That's what's great. So. Oh, for real. In fact, I'm going to binge this season before Monday. Are you? Yeah, like oh. this weekend. I want to just binge the whole thing. Fun. Maybe I'll try. I want to see what the season's like on a binge. On a binge. Nice. Well, thanks, Julia. We understand how you feel. Yeah, we are. I'm trying to repress all those feelings. <laughs> we'll just do like big group therapy sessions like once a month. We'll talk it out. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure out a way. All right. We at Paris. Okay. Paris. The message is called Court and a Funeral. <laughs> says hey lovely ladies I apologize for my absence last week I pulled back up to the motel and found it swarming with cops so I bailed <laughs> <laughs> don't blame you <laughs> I just chilled my own ass 15 minutes before so I was in no condition for questions <laughs> also when I creep back in after dark I think I saw someone creeping around the grounds just thought you should know <laughs> Yeah, we're just kind of basically closing the windows and doors and just playing games. Yes. <laughs> Everyone. Going, Shush. Use the buddy system. <laughs> <laughs> Double up. <laughs> well, first things first. If I may quote you guys, Dylan's eyes are like big blue sad saucers. <laughs> My poor sweet newborn baby angel. <laughs> Oh, I just wanted to hug his poor bruised head when he had to deliver the news to Emma. <laughs> <laughs> Paris, Dylan, Mama Bearing is like my favorite and my best. <laughs> it is great. <laughs> and Emma, oh my God, she just lost her mother. Nothing can ever fix or come close to that. But Dylan lost his mom too. Them being torn apart over Norman's crimes was so painful to watch. Speaking of, I can't be the only one that snorted when Mother said the sheriff's dislike of Norman was weird and inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are not. Oh, man, it was funny. And I didn't think she acted like she disliked him from the beginning. I didn't think so. It was just Mother just trying to, I don't know. I thought she was kind of just overreaching that stuff in front of her lawyer just to make it all sound worse. Right. It was funny. You, mother, are the very definition of inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> that scene between Emma and mother in the holding cell was so heartbreaking and chilling. I actually teared up. If Norman had somehow come back to the surface at that moment, I imagine he would have completely broken down at seeing Emma. I know, I wanted it to happen. I know. But it really seemed to have gotten to head Norma, too, though. It did. She seemed a little shaken. 
you know. I think she was shaken that Emma could see could through tell. it. Yeah. And you could, man. The things Norman was saying, it just wasn't normal. No. It was not the way Norman would talk to Emma. Uh-uh. I have a feeling, and we can get into my feelings when we get into, like, predictions, but I think they're saving the Norman... I, I think there's a reason Norman could not resurface yet. I think it, it'll um, be a big part of the plot um, on Monday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's sleeping in his bed. He's, he's going to wake up to the smell of pie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the things the brain can do. <laughs> I know. Mm. Lastly, Madeline coming up to Dylan at the pre-trial and accusing him really pissed me off. Step off, chick. Back to your hardware store and get out of white pine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not the only one of the guests that had a big problem with Madeline <laughs> in that scene. Oh, no? Mm-mm. Cool, because I kind of did, too. Oh, me, too. So- I, uh... It's like, she doesn't know anything, you know? No. So... I mean, I tend to give people a little slack when someone close to them has been killed or, you know, murdered or dead. Right. And you'll hear my slack kind of in the coming well, explanation. Sure, sure. But, it's still, it wasn't cool. You also need to rein yourself in a little bit. Yeah, and she was making all sorts of assumptions. I mean, there was years when Dylan and Norman didn't even live together. Oh yeah. No, she has. Yeah, she has no idea. No way. Yeah. Says P.S. No, who was even more pissed? Podcast darling Alex Romero. (laughs) (laughs) P.P.S. Meep meep. (laughs) Aw. Paris needs Mama Bird. Mama Bird is MIA this week because she's out visiting. I don't know if she's home yet, but I'm guessing she just didn't have time to watch. Oh, that's right. She's visiting Haley. Mm-hmm. She's in she's Michigan. Michigan, yeah. She's probably home by now. I don't know. I guess I don't know. Probably. I have no idea. Mama Bird lives her life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Paris. Glad you're glad you're back. Yep. Sorry about the cops. That's there's never fun to chill your ass for a while and then pull up and there's cops. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. Our next one is from Daniel. And he says, "Hey, Em and Sue. Wow, just wow. Damn, it's all coming to light. That ending had me on the edge of my seat. How can they expect us to wait a whole week after that?" I know it's cruel. It's cruel. Uh, So, so glad to see that they finally brought Emma back home, just in time for the end. I was so happy to see that she didn't just turn her back on her old best friend, crush, and co-worker, but had that reunion we've been waiting for. She instantly knew that this wasn't Norman, and it was honestly heartbreaking to see her try to get through to him to no avail. I was hoping that somehow seeing Emma's attempt to reach out to him would somehow wake Norman up inside and cause him... Rest control of himself back from mother. Nonetheless, what a bookend for them. Yeah. yeah. You know, if my theory is correct, he just couldn't yet 
for the story. Um, mm-hmm. And it, I think that it was probably a sacrifice. I think the show probably wanted it to happen. Mm-hmm. But they had to make that sacrifice because that would have been really sweet. And uh, is she gone? Gone for sure. Emma. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I don't know if, if she's gonna be in the next episode. I don't. Yeah. Maybe because I would like to see. I don't like how the Dylan Emma or story ended. If this is how it ended. I, I want to no. know. I don't. We'll talk about it, but yeah, there'll be there. There's gotta be some gonna sort of like that. Yeah, ending. I, I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> he says as soon as Emma mentioned needing to go take care of the funeral arrangements, I was like, "Oh man, I hope it's the same funeral run by that weird family." <laughs> I was so excited. I was to too. See back. <laughs> Wilcox. Um, Love it. Starting to wonder if the series is going to end with Norman taking his place in that empty grave at his mother's side like Wuthering Heights. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I, yeah, that was Heathcliff doing that with Catherine, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love that book. Um, I love it, too. <laughs> I do always enjoy how Bates Motel loves to set dramatic scenes to catchy, pleasant tunes. It's kind of a long-running theme with the show now. Oh, I did. Yeah, I liked it, too. The yeah, Bobby Darren song was awesome. Bobby Darren, uh, Crimson and Clover. Yeah. Um, he says, though Dylan has at times annoyed me for getting in the way, particularly season three, when he tried to make Norma feel weird for sleeping with Norman in her bed like they belong. <laughs> <laughs> Daniels has got to put his little two like like they belong. <laughs> um, he cares a lot about Norman, and it hurt to see him seemingly turn his back on him in that pre-trial when he needs him the most. Yeah. Yeah, Dylan's pretty torn right now. Well, it would be tough. It would that be That would be such tough. a tough, especially seeing how much it was upsetting your wife you know it's like what do you choose because you kind of have to make a choice yeah and honestly you choose your wife you choose your wife you know because you've got a future with her and your baby and stuff you don't have a future with norman right i mean if it's a bad marriage and the wife doesn't deserve it sure that's an exception, but if you are in a strong relationship that is going to carry on, and you want it to carry on, you choose the wife. Yeah. I don't think that means you have to totally. I mean, this is a really, really bad situation. Right. This is a pretty extreme example. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But there's I... also the matter of his own mother was killed by Norman too. Exactly. I mean, exactly. That's that's what I don't get. That I. Th- I was really kind of bothered by Emma this episode and her. I guess we'll get into it. Well, you're not alone. Good. I didn't think I would be because it was pretty blaring. Yeah. Um. Okay. 
Daniel says, wow, Maggie Summers has been holding that torch for Romero for a long time. He's really not worth it, lady. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think he might be worth it, but. I know. Again, but Daniel's got to get his little dig in. (laughs) He hates Romero. (laughs) But yeah, it's pretty obvious that she's been in love with him probably since childhood. Like we've thought. Yep. Um, He says, though, I started wondering how the writers would explain why Romero didn't just gun Norman down as soon as he had access. The fact that he wants him to take him to Norma's body made it make better sense. After all, how could we have the finale without Norman and Norma together again? Aside from that major set piece, what all else do you think will happen in the rest of the time we have for the next finale? It doesn't have to be now, but I want to hear all the predictions before the end. Next week's ending may leave me in tears, Daniel. (laughs) Yeah, we'll do a predictions at the end. Yeah, we'll do a pretty heavy one. And it certainly isn't going to be based on any spoilers, because I I haven't seen anything about... I I haven't watched the next time on. I did on accident, because it was so different. I didn't think that's what it was. It, like, came up on my Facebook feed. Oh. And it's... They're not giving anything away. It was actually like a, how is this going to end? And did a lot of like, it was cool. I mean, you could totally watch it. I think there's one flash, maybe one or two flashes at the end of it that might be, that are obviously from next episode, but they're so obvious. It's, mm. I mean, it's like Romero punching Norman in the snow. Yeah, well, that that's going to happen. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's no spoiler. <laughs> but it's really cool. It like shows um pages of the script and Oh, cool. It's mostly huh. just from the whole season, this season. Oh, little things. You should watch it. It's, I will seek it out. It's not spoilery. It you could tell they're like, "Nope." <laughs> Good for them. It's a teaser to end all teasers just we're not doing a big, this is what's happening next time. Right. And that's how it should be, I think, for a finale. All right. Well, thanks, Daniel. Yeah, thanks, Daniel. Oh, I have a couple things. His last paragraph. Let me look it over. Oh, the, yeah. The minute Romero walked into the place, I knew he wasn't going to gun Norman down. I knew he needed to have closure for Norma's body. He was not going to do that. That is not Romero. I no. know, Dan, you don't think a lot of him. but And I know your view is just to reunite Norma, <laughs> Norma's body and Norman. But Yeah, there's no way. I didn't think Romero was going to shoot him because there's no way. Then he would never know where Norma is. And how could you? Ugh, that's just a frightening thought. To yeah, know that I... the person you love their body is just somewhere missing missing <laughs> that, that ain't cool <laughs> yeah and i i love what happened because i'm like that is so such a simple prediction but we didn't even i didn't even think of that that did we never did right that romero was going to come to the prison and just break him out no it seems like we talked about it but i think it was like harold that predicted that or something because i know we talked about romero how he knows the ins and outs of the prison of the sheriff's office oh did we Uh uh-huh 
I have so. no memory of that. Oh, I. But I was like, what a, of course, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to say it was based on feedback from Harold. Hmm. So. Yeah. Made a lot of sense. Mm, yep. All right. Is it me? Yep. Okay, next one's from Shannon. It says, Hi, Em and Sue. It looks like I was wrong about the promo for this episode, which I thought looked a little boring. Being a fake out for an action-packed episode, this episode was pretty slow, in my opinion, in terms of plot development. I find myself waiting for something to happen at the end of each scene. Okay, is she the one that thought it looked slow or mm-hmm. exciting? Slow, I thought. Looked boring. It's, But then her explanation sounds like it seems slow. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it seems this episode was mostly a setup for what I imagined going to be a great finale. I still like the episode as a whole, but minus the last five minutes, it may be my least favorite of the season. This may be due to the increased focus on Emma, who has always been my least favorite of the main cast. I know she's a popular character, but I find her annoying. So an episode that gives Emma more screen time than Norman slash mother will never be one of my favorites. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's understandable. If you don't like Emma, this would have probably be your least favorite. There was a lot of Emma in <laughs> there this There was a episode. lot of Emma. Yeah. The part of this episode that I'd really like to hear yours and others' thoughts on are the Emma bits. I just could not get on board with her reaction to Dylan about her mother's death. Although I really feel like I should. Her line, I don't know if we are going to make it through this, Dylan, was odd to me. I've thought a lot about it, and I really can't picture what it would feel like if a mentally ill member of my partner's family killed my estranged mother who walked out on me and whom I was not close with. I don't think I would hold it against my partner or have difficulty continuing to be with him, but who is to say for sure? Does she blame Dylan for this? It just seems crazy to me that she is already considering ending her marriage to the love of her life and father of her infant daughter and who, let's face it, has gone above and beyond in the being there for her department since before their relationship even began. I really had a hard time mustering sympathy for Emma in this episode, even though she got pretty devastating news, and I thought she was being a bit selfish and not recognizing what an impossible position Dylan was in, who also just lost his mother. However, my general dislike for Emma may not may have been coloring this, so I'm interested in hearing a take from people who don't dislike her. Is Emma being at all unreasonable in her growing resentment for Dylan? Does Dylan deserve to lose his wife and family because of what Norman did? Do you think you'd be able to get past this in a similar circumstance? Yes. I think no. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. Yes. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Although growing resentment I don't. I think the worst part of it was when the attorney came to the door. Yeah, and then I think I think she calmed a little bit since then. I don't know. I don't know. She told him before she left. She still wasn't sure if they were. Yeah, gonna, you know. But man, that first part that you wrote, Shannon, it's like you were trapped in my brain, and I wrote it because that's exactly how I feel yeah you don't have to and I like Emma 
I like Emma too, and so a take from people that like Emma, yes, she was being unreasonable. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I have. I guess it's as good a time as any. Let me just see if I can finish reading what she wrote about Emma. It says, I think the fact that Emma's mother was a bad mother does play a bit into how I feel. You do only get one mother, and Emma losing hers, no matter how estranged they are, shouldn't matter. But I keep thinking that Emma probably could have lived her whole life not knowing her mother was murdered, and nothing would have changed for her, since they really had no relationship. What she lost, What she lost was the possibility of seeing her again and mending that relationship, which was no doubt devastating. That's a fair, yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, okay. okay. She did ask it does Emma blame and so I wrote down, it, she says, it's not your fault, you didn't bring him into my life. So mm-hmm. she did put I don't think she blames him entirely. I think I think a lot of the stuff you said, Shannon, at the end there probably plays into this a little bit. Because Emma now we know through the series Emma has written her letters and kind of like she wants a relationship. And I think that the fact that that is impossible now yeah. maybe having a baby Right did some things also like you know maybe we can have a relationship and so that's all gone and let's see Emma said it was in like season one or two she said something about you whitewash your parents sins right you have to right something like that which I understand being devastated by the news that your mother's been murdered it's her reaction towards Dylan that doesn't make much sense to me. Yeah, well, just I'm just putting that into perspective for kind of where her brain is. Right. Now, I think I'm going to make some excuses for Emma. I think a lot of it right now is just a knee-jerk reaction that is very surface. I think it's part of her grieving. It's part of her anger and grieving. It's it's going towards Dylan because that's the most he he did keep it from her and she's hurt by it. And I think maybe some of her immaturity is yeah is at play. Here's what I think. I look at Emma and Dylan and Katie and I think okay, Emma, let's take the scenario <clears throat> That you truly don't think you guys can get past this. And so, hey, why don't you go live with your dad, with Katie, for a while? Do you think just a few days into that and not seeing Dylan and, like, picturing this as your life, saying, okay, so say I can't get past this, I'm too mad at him. Here I'm living with my dad and with Katie and Dylan's out of our lives. You would kind of picture how your life would play out. I don't for a second believe that's what she wants or that that would be anything over a few days of just being mad. Yeah. I really don't. I really truly don't. It's not worth it and it never will be. And there's no way any human being could do that. 
be like, I'm going to take being a single mom and cutting Dylan out of my life because I just can't get past this. Uh-uh. She may <laughs> think that she may think that's a possibility. I I will never accept that that is actually a long-term thing. Yeah. There's no Yeah, knee-jerk reaction. So that's I guess how... I I just hope they really show us something cuz I have no doubt they will cuz I feel like this is just a show adding a little bit of drama. Okay. Cuz I I would have thought she would have acted the opposite and like connected more with Dylan cuz Norman killed both their mothers. And so they've got yeah, she's being very selfish, but yeah. I am going to give an excuse for grief, and I like to just kind of step back and let people feel the way they feel about a death, because that's a death of someone close to you, like a mother, is just, it's going to do something to you. I know, but he's grieving too. He just found out about Norma like two days ago. Yeah, and does it say something about her personally that her knee-jerk reaction is to have zero sympathy for that it's a little selfish it is it's very selfish maybe that's something she's gonna have to work on yeah yeah so no i like it knee-jerk immaturity Mm -hmm. and the grieving i I mean anger is a stage of grief right and i think it's kind of dylan betrayed her a little bit and I think that's just kind of a little stage of grief for her. And that's where I'm putting that. <laughs> All right. I think it'll smooth over. I We can't discount that Dylan could be killed. And this is adding drama and just making it going to be very devastating for Emma that that's what she did. Oh, man. And she's going to be just that's true. devastated. <laughs> I, don't do that to us. <laughs> I also just don't see who would kill Dylan at this point. Yeah. I think I, I don't think Norma's going to have a real good she's not good enough. I'm sorry. She's not a good enough killer Mm-mm. to get the best of Romero and Dylan. No. Well, she's and- <laughs> pretty tied. She's pretty hog tied. <laughs> yeah. No, if so Dylan gets I, killed, Dylan, it's going to be like a weird accident or something. Yeah, I, my prediction, my official prediction is that Dylan is going to live. But I'm just saying, you know, this is, it's, we can't discount the added drama that it could be because he dies and it would be like the most devastating thing because Emma totally f that up. Right. <laughs> and was mad at him. <laughs> Yep. Anyway, I I like Emma and I liked the Emma scenes a lot and I I did all this mentally real fast and so I was giving her little uh excuses for her behavior, knowing it's very surface and she's just grieving and she's going through a stage of anger and so I watched it through that lens and so I was okay with it and I really enjoyed her um, taking care of her mother's body and stuff alone. Yeah, that was cool. Oh yeah, it's not like I hated Emma. I was just a little like, wow. I, <laughs> I really thought she would have had the opposite reaction towards Dylan, and like, 
they would get closer and bond over this, you know? Yeah, well, I think it it actually, I think it kind of surfaced a little underlying fault in Emma's personality, a little bit of selfishness. Yeah. Something this stressful is going to bring out in a person. And that's too bad. But we all have character flaws. True. I wouldn't want that kind of selfishness to be unearthed as mine, but... (laughs) (laughs) Especially if... It's true, though. Especially if for a mother that you are totally estranged from. That was as rotten as Audrey was. Yeah, that's the thing. It would have made a lot more sense if she and Audrey were, like, super close. and Uh So that was another element. It's like, um, you... (laughs) It's like, like um, Shannon said, see. if if Emma lived the rest of her life not knowing Audrey had been murdered, I don't think it would have changed anything. <laughs> True, know? yeah. So that was another part that's like, I don't know. Okay. But there could be, like we were talking earlier, now the whole potential of getting close to her and Katie having a grandma, that's just not going to happen now. No, but neither is all the drama that was most likely right. given how Audrey was. Audrey could have been a disaster as a grandma. Yeah. I mean, just using the baby as leverage for money and stuff. Who yeah. knows, you know? Yeah. So Norman maybe did her a favor. <laughs> <laughs> I personally think so. <laughs> or head Norman, I guess. <laughs> move on loved the scene with emma and head norma loved how she was immediately able to tell that wasn't norman head norma really needs to work on not being so obviously creepy while trying to pretend she's harmless <laughs> Norma's not good at that nope she is just evil incarnate mm-hmm. and i love that she could tell too and it brought up has dylan said anything about i don't think he has I don't think he said anything to Emma about multiple personalities. No, I don't think so. So that made it even more impressive that she just has no idea. But just talking to him, she's like, wow, Norman is not in there. Yeah. So I find that I found that cool. Yeah. I also loved that Romero broke Norman out. I was worried when it was less than two minutes in the episode that Romero hadn't gotten to Norman yet. I thought, that's not enough time for a good Romero payoff. <laughs> I'm glad it'll go into the next episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good. It is going to be good. It's going to be tragic and good and awful and great. And funny, apparently, according to Freddie Highmore. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I, I just, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of finger wagging, and oh, <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Yep. <laughs> I loved slash loved to hate the line from Madeline to Dylan where she said, "Norman only tricked me for a couple of weeks. How did he trick you for your whole life?" Um, hold up on that high horse, Madeline. <laughs> I love this. This is totally me too. You went into my brain for this. <laughs> you only found out Norman had mental problems because Dylan told you, and only found out he was a murderer, allegedly, because he confessed to killing your husband. I know the point of the scene was for her to call Dylan out and say that he must have known about Norman's issues. I just thought it was funny that she made it sound like she was able to figure Norman out in only a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> <laughs> there was no point where she suspected Norman before 
being told he was a suspect. If Norman hadn't confessed to killing Sam, she would probably still have a crush on him. That is so true, because even when she was there, when Dylan was like, hey, who are you? And she said a friend of Norman's, and he says, uh, Norman's sick. She even said, like, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Madeline. <laughs> That's hilarious. But yeah, I like the high horses. <laughs> totally high horse. <laughs> totally. He only tricked me for a couple of weeks. <laughs> and how does she know his mental problems have gone on his entire life? That's another thing. It's like she's being very presumptuous <laughs> yes. about how Dylan has been tricked his entire life. Yeah, I don't think she made any friends in that scene. Nope. <laughs> 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 Which I think is kind of fun. Yeah, I just I don't I have no clue how she's gonna play out in this next episode. None. I don't e- I don't even know if we're gonna ever see her again. She may not. I don't know if she fits in at all. I don't know. That's I I'm gonna say not. I think that's the last we've seen of her. Hmm. I don't see how. I don't know. I have no idea what they're going to do this last hour. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Could be a musical for all I know. <laughs> Says, Ugh, I really tried to keep it short and didn't even write about a bunch of Romero stuff I found interesting. <laughs> I'm just not good at brevity in my writing, LOL. Again, feel free to cut, ignore anything. Looking forward to the finale. Thanks, Shannon. Well, thanks, Shannon. Lots of good yeah. points there. Yeah. And we talked out Emma a little bit. Got that done. We got that done. That was needed. Yep. So, of course, a clinical psychiatrist is going to get us talking. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Our next one is from Harold. And he says, I've been under the weather, so here's a brief comment card. Sorry, Harold. I was happy to see the return of the funeral family. When, what, what happened to the dad? I was wondering that too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Maybe that actor like passed away or something. <laughs> uh, he could have passed away or he could just not have been available. Just not available. I, again, I loved, just this family is so interesting. <laughs> I know, they're little bit parts and I don't, I'm just thrilled that Sable and young, young Wilcock are like running the home together, brother and sister. I know, and I loved that Sable led the discussion. I know. Because her dad said she was good. She was good, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, what's going on there? Okay, so (laughs) let's say Daddy passed away, because that seems... I I honestly love that they didn't even mention it. I know. (laughs) Just left it to our imaginations, because they've just left this family so interesting. I know. This is totally the spinoff show, by the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So I just love thinking about it. Like, okay, if he's gone and they're left running it, there's probably been some power dynamics. And I love that she won them. Yep. <laughs> she <just> seems okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> <laughs> And the little glances when they she talks about Norman. <laughs> you know, they've been reading up on him on the news and being like, I knew it. <laughs> yep. I love it when Emma asked if they did Norman's funeral and they just kind of look at each other like. 
<laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> and, <laughs> boy, was that interesting. <laughs> Maybe Dad's just in the hospital because he had a little heart event. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we found out about Norman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Harold says, uh, did I miss something? Did he retire and leave the business to children? The daughter is less goth these days. <laughs> less goth, but still goth. Goth enough. Uh, Norman and Audrey's funerals were a nice contrast. Both were attended by one child. One living in a fantasy, and the other stark and sober. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He says, am I right, or is Emma only the second person besides Dr. E to be able to tell when Norman is not in control? Well, the only other person could possibly be Dylan. It Caleb saw a little bit of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think, I think Dylan and Caleb got glimpses of it, but I don't know if it really occurred to them what was happening. <laughs> Yeah, I, so Dylan's did Dylan has Dylan seen it this season, or are we just talking about the? I think we're talking kitchen, the kitchen, the waffles, and he's the first person to see anything like that, and it was pretty stark. So that was just like oh, blah 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but he knew. I mean, he goes to his mom. He's like, he thinks you're you. You know, right? Which I'm not sure. Let's see. He's talked to the lawyer about about it a little bit. Well, they, he didn't know the term. She said, right, right. I think he just. I don't know what Dylan knows. He saw the heels in the living room, and yeah, but in Dylan's mind, it could be that Norman knows what he's doing. He's just weird and acts like his mother. Where. Emma seemed to really go, Norman's not even in here, you know. Yeah, it was definitely different. I would yeah. guess that the Emma and Dr. E are the only ones that really kind of... Kind of grasp what's really going grasp. on. Yeah. Um, the lawyer for sure didn't. I think she thinks she's talking to Norman. I, yeah, I don't think... But well, she's never met Norman. I don't know. That, that little thing about... Have, do you want to be a mother and how hard it is to be a mother? I think Julia was like, uh, <laughs> why, why would a 20 year old boy be telling me this? <laughs> I agree. But if that's so, I would have liked to have done something like Emma and Dr. E did. That's like, yes. Can I talk to Norman? Can I talk to Norman or who? Why didn't we do that? I don't know. Time. I guess. Because I did notice this episode was actually about four minutes shorter than they normally are. What? Yeah, it was only 39 minutes of episode where they're generally 43. Yeah, weird. Yeah, so. Was last week a few minutes longer than normal? I don't think so. I thought it was. No, they generally run between like 43 and 44, but this one was 39. 39 is short. I know. That's so, weird. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. Maybe they had to cut something for... And maybe we could have gotten more with the Julia. Because I was surprised it just ended there. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought that mother speech was going somewhere. 
Um, Agreed. He's Harold says, Madeline really landed a blow on Dylan. There were a lot of failures that led to this. Right. <laughs> Dylan is not the least of them, almost. Right. <laughs> she just, she needed to meet Norma to fully grasp. Yes. <laughs> whose fault this is. Yes. <laughs> Leave Dylan out of this. You have no idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Step off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He says, that was a great ending. Kind of a mashup between Sue and my predictions. I love how, yeah, so I thought it was Harold that was, yeah. I don't remember what I predicted as part of that, but I'll take it. (laughs) 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 Um, I loved how Romero took control of the situation, but he is not a hero. He has been a rogue cop throughout the series, and he just shot one of his former employees. But if you'll notice, it was in the shoulder. Yeah, it's... I think he flesh did... Wound. Yeah, I think he took great pains to have it be a very superficial wound. Yes. And yeah, I love that too, because he is a rogue cop. Yeah. It is core. And this was perfect what he did, I thought. I thought it was great. It just made perfect sense. And um, he really got me there when he was choking Norman the <laughs> final few seconds. I'm like, he's going to kill him. That sucks. He's <laughs> <laughs> not ready for Norman to die just yet. <laughs> no. But it got me. It went along long enough that it actually got me. Yeah, <laughs> it was. it was pretty... Just for a few seconds. Yeah. I just thought it, it went, went on three seconds or so. Yeah. <laughs> it went over on just, <laughs> just long enough over what it should have to make me like go, ee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make me sweat just a little bit. <laughs> um, He says, I feel like there's got to be some way for Dylan and Emma together and on the road trip. Harold. Did we predict a road trip? Maybe. It's amazing how small my memory is for the thing. <laughs> Talk about a predict. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. I... They'll work it out. They're totally going to work it out. There's no doubt in my mind unless Dylan dies. But he's not going to die. He's not going to die. So, we know... Emily's death pool prediction for mm-hmm. Dylan. That's my official one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Harold. Hope you're feeling better. Yeah. Hope it's just a superficial cold or something. All right. Oops, I just hit reply on accident. Okay. <clears throat> Next comes from Monica. She says, hey, Sue and Em, I just recently found your podcast and haven't had a chance to send in a comment card. I'm only 20 minutes into the latest episode, and I just can't with the show. It makes me feel too many feelings. (laughs) The moment when Dylan had to tell Emma about her mom broke my heart. The tension between the two later was palpable. I felt like I was in that hotel room with them. The acting in the show continues to blow me away. Then seeing Romero drive up to the gas station and the Beach Boys wouldn't it be nice as playing. Stab me in the heart already. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite songs, and I just think of how happy Norma and Romero could have been. 
Me. I wish I could have found your podcast sooner so I could have sent in more comic cards, but I have listened to every episode and enjoy it immensely. Now I've got to get back to the episode to find out what happens next. Monica. Oh, thanks. thanks Monica. Welcome to the hotel. Yes. We wish you could have found us sooner. So. Yeah, yeah, but. We've heard from her on Facebook, right? Yeah, she's in the Facebook group too, so. I guess that qualifies her for a room. Yeah, if you want one. The B&B is full. Oh. But well, we got some hotel rooms. We got some motel rooms. So. Motel rooms. Yep. And they're right next door to each other, so it's not like you can't hang out at the B&B when you're staying at the motel, you know. Oh, yeah. Just they're, ask Harold. He's up there all the time. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like courtyards and fairfields. They're always next door <laughs> to each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Thanks, Monica. Yeah, thanks. Glad you found us. Um, okay, our next one is from Carrie. And she says, Hey, Sue, M, and guests. I can't say enough good things about this season. So much is happening, and it's too much to put into an email. I can't even. <laughs> this is the second person <laughs> in the world that says that. <laughs> um, I like everything except for Emma. Love the scene with her and Head Norma, but why the bib is she so bitchy to Dylan? He didn't kill Emma's mom, so why the attitude? If that's how she leaves the show, that is a really shitty thing to do to fans. Emma would totally be all in Norman's situation. She always was in their business before. Emma was a great character, and I hate that they have her so salty. It would be really creepy, but kind of cool, if Head Norma got to hold baby Catherine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that just like gave me the shivers <laughs> no, get her away from the baby <laughs> um, there's so much more they could have done with this sad although hearing about <coughs> well it was actually Norman that heard about baby Catherine that's right that was Norman kitchen. that was a very sweet little scene yeah, it was I would much rather Norman hold baby Catherine than Head Norma. <laughs> yes. But baby Catherine needs to just stay away. I don't ever want to see her again. Um, she says, I thought Alex was going to shoot Norman, but he needs to get Norma's body first. Good plan, Romero. You podcast darling. He <laughs> loved that title he was given. <laughs> was that Daniel? Yes. <laughs> podcast darling Romero. <laughs> <laughs> I think you created something, Daniel. <laughs> He's like, no. He's like, that was sarcastic. <laughs> We're all like, we love it. <laughs> We're all embrace. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Thanks, Daniel. <laughs> he is a podcast, darling. <laughs> um. She says, so Maggie wants Alex to be her darling and go to a family cabin with her. When you hear the words family and cabin from someone in the Summers family, you better not go. (laughs) There could be an Asian sex slave business going on there, too. (laughs) These Summers and their secrets. (laughs) Yep. Uh, She says... Okay, I appreciated the whole Emma and her mom's ashes thing, but why was it so dreamlike? Was it my glasses, or was it all fuzzy and out of focus? It was just okay for me. Didn't love it. 
I thought it was nice. Um, I did notice it wasn't super sharp. Yeah, they used like that soft lens or whatever. Yeah, just must have been a DP or director uh, choice. Yeah. Um, she says, question, why the bib was Audrey's suitcase tag listed as Audrey to Cody? I don't know, but I remember that from when we met her. The suitcase said Audrey to Cody. Yeah, I did. So she's just lazy. Hasn't yeah, changed just an old tag. Just an old tag. Because I was, tag, su- I was more surprised that she was going by Audrey Ellis. Because I thought she was Audrey to Cody because of the suitcase tags. <laughs> yeah. Did she ever? I she checked in debates as Audrey Ellis though. I think just oh, because. Well, oh. I don't think she would have. She wouldn't have checked in as Audrey to Cody. That's right. She was trying not to let Norma know who she right. was. Yeah. So, I don't know. Audrey's a flake. Yeah. R.I.P. Audrey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> other than those things, it's a great episode. I agree with other guests that we need more Norma, and I miss the living Norma too. I wish I could have gotten around killing her, but that would be very difficult. Yep. Yeah. I like that they killed her. I'm sorry. That's not popular in some circles. <laughs> no, they had to kill her. That's yeah. But I miss living Norma and when they give us like the previously on and you see her alive, it's like, oh, oh totally there's such a her. difference between living Norma and head Norma. There totally is. Yeah. I just I'm just so grateful they gave us such a wealth of great Norma moments. Yep. <laughs> to look back on and rewatch. Have you watched that? Thing that, uh, oh, I've totally forgot Mallory about it. Mallory posted, man, you gotta watch it. I gotta watch it. Every great Norma moment ever is in that little 19 minutes. That's awesome. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, okay, Carrie says, I can't believe only six days until final checkout. Wow, can't wait for the podcast. Until then, chill your own ass, Carrie. Yes, I tried to leave room nine, and all this police tape was over the door. So me and Abernathy stayed put. By the way, <laughs> we're still waiting for that light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> the police tape's been a problem for us, too. It's not like they're letting us come in and maintenance the rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I would guess, if they've already released Audrey's body, they've probably opened up the hotel and stuff. I mean, not that for our purposes, <laughs> not that there's anyone to run the motel, but the police tape and stuff, I, yeah. I thought it was pretty fast to release a murdered body. But Yeah. Well, we could just shush the whole cremation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Having it like, I don't think they're designed like pizza ovens. <laughs> And I really don't think <laughs> the family can sit there and watch. <laughs> I've never seen that before. And I've seen a crematorium. It was a big red oven. Yeah, yeah it was not like a pizza oven. <laughs> no. And our brother Ben, who was a mortician, he has described cremation. There's no way they would let someone watch it happen. Yeah. No, that... If anyone out there has more knowledge than us, then tell us. But yeah, that seemed very fantasy. No, Ben told me things that happens during the cremation that have never I've never been able to un 
think. <laughs> I, I think I've heard those things too, and I wonder if that. I'm not sure those things would happen in a decomposed body. Oh, that's true. Okay, you're right. But still, they're not going to. There's no else. way a funeral home would allow <laughs> someone to sit there and watch, watch it happen. No. <laughs> and I think it takes a long time too. It takes like a hours. long time. Yeah. So that was all pretty shishy, but hey, it's TV. So. Yeah. I mean, it took me like five days to get my dog's ashes back when Tashi died. (laughs) 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 Okay. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Gary. Next is Matt. (laughs) He says, you bet your Pippin ass Tyrone was in that courtroom loving every second of it. (laughs) (laughs) I love Tyrone. Tyrone's my favorite. (laughs) non-character <laughs> <laughs> all right take number 10 <laughs> uh yeah so when uh your family member dies is it normal to watch them get cremated <laughs> one would think that you would just like sign a piece of paper saying i consent to this and then well i don't know what you do after that i guess you go about your day like hungry maybe you get i don't know you go to lunch you get a sandwich but emma did not do that she's like i i got to watch my moms go on the conveyor belt into the into the kiln and get like smoked i gotta i gotta see it i don't know that seems weird to me but um maybe it's because emma didn't really know her mother that well but uh which is a shame but we knew her and she was a loser so don't i wouldn't be too upset about it emma on the other hand, Dylan Dylan is torn at this moment because he wants to be supportive of Emma, but he also wants to be supportive of his brother who has done some terrible things but is mentally ill and therefore he feels torn, but really he shouldn't because he's done what he can for Norman. I think at this point, if your wife is grieving so terribly and she is angry with your brother, you you stick with your wife, you know, go, go with her. Unless she says, I don't want to see you. Then you stay back at the hotel. You don't have to do anything except kind of be there and not do the thing that she doesn't want you to do, which is, uh, you know, defend the man who killed your, her mother. Like, so, uh, Dylan, you should have just, oh, you're always trying to do the right thing, but, be more supportive of your wife. That's what I would say. Uh, let's see. What else happened uh, this episode? Um, hmm. Oh, uh, Romero broke Norman out of his little jail cell. I had, I was just hoping he'd kill him right there. Just strangle that little shithead. <laughs> but he didn't. So he's going to take Norman. Norman's going to get away somehow. He may kill Romero. He may come upon Dylan and Emma, take them out, go on the run. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm afraid that now that Norman is no longer in custody, that he's going to get away. And I don't want him to get away because, you know, he should pay for what he's done, even though he's mentally ill. I feel like he's had enough moments of clarity where he could have gotten help, like chosen to got to get help. And he, and he declined for whatever reason. Ah, uh, you know, 
Emma is at Norma's grave, and she's very sorry for her and misses her and regards her as more of a mother figure than her actual mother. But Norma, hey, I don't know if you guys noticed, was not the sanest person herself. <gasps> Gasp! So <laughs> if Norma had been a little more on the ball as a mother herself, maybe Norman wouldn't be in the situation he is in. Maybe none of them would be. So, Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Is that it? I feel like there should be more, but honestly, I, I'm racking my brain here trying to think of like what happened. And there's, there was just a lot of scenes of people talking and, mm-hmm. and threads getting wrapped up. And, and that's fine. It just wasn't a particularly exciting episode until like the last five minutes. Agreed. Uh, or, you know, overall, overall blah. Uh, I'm not doing another take because <laughs> I got to get to bed. Um, overall, I would say that this was fine. And I was actually su- surprised how soon it was over. Because I felt like there should have been more. Anyway, all right, I'm getting fatigued. I gotta go to bed. All right, <laughs> don't kill us. Don't kill us. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Matt thinks he was just naturally sleepy. <laughs> But, uh, well, interesting, Matt. Matt totally got Emma, you know? What do you mean? He is, like, the first one that wasn't like, what was up Emma's ass? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) He seemed to totally understood her reaction. Oh, you're right. Okay. And it's like, yeah, stick do what your wife says. <laughs> right. Which we kind of said before, you know. Right. You choose your wife. You choose your wife. Yeah. So. But cool. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. And I totally, it, I liked the episode, but it did seem pretty slow because it was just a lot of conversations. <laughs> it was, but... <laughs> At this point, it's also interesting, and I want to know what's happening, that that's okay to me. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it wasn't a bad episode. It's different than I, I guess I thought it would be this late. You know, they've had a reputation of doing real barn burners in a row. Mm-hmm. And I did anticipate the last four or so episodes to be like that. And Same. It's not. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not disappointed. No, and no, I'm not disappointed. I, I I highly anticipate the finale so much that I think it'll make this whole season just, like, shine. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, I'm going to not have a lot of great things to say about this season. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. I'm relying a lot on how it all wraps up and little threads they've weaved. Uh-huh. And if it's kind of a fizzer, which I highly doubt, mm. then it'll make the whole season fizzy a little bit, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And Matt, I don't think we're going to get like a lumberjack Norman <laughs> ending. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
not getting away. He's not going to... The last shot isn't going to be him being a lumberjack somewhere. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) If the writers learned anything from... (laughs) From that other killer. (laughs) (laughs) Let it be that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't turn him into a lumberjack. (laughs) It does not get a good fan reaction. (laughs) Vicky's next. We don't count Matt, do we? <laughs> or do you want to read this one? God, no, we don't think count. Twitter is going nuts. Stop it, don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't count. Okay. Matt is one that we've read. Yeah. I will read Vicky. She says, Hi, I'm and Sue. Wow, what an episode. The only part I found laugh out loud funny was the fact that nobody mentioned dead chick. They found his body, but nothing about who did it. I know. (laughs) That was weird and made me LOL. (laughs) I was thinking that was going to be something because I thought they were going to be able to determine like when chick died and be like, wait, we had Norman when chick was shot. So maybe Norman's not the person, you know. It's possible next episode has some of that, and it'll be Romero's bullet, and he shot one of the guards. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they'd be able to match the gun that is the same person. Right. But I don't know. I had a lot of theories about that, and then I'm like, okay, Romero just held everybody there hostage and <laughs> broke out their guy. So they're not going to have a lot of mystery surrounding <laughs> Romero. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Because <laughs> I thought till the last few minutes, I was like coming up with things mm-hmm. about what Green's going to do about Sheriff Romero and to like, she's going to like figure it all out <laughs> <laughs> right? with Chick's body. And, you know, and then it's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Blew up in their faces. Yep. <laughs> Blew up in my face. Whatever. <laughs> He's a blaze of glory. He's <laughs> got blazing guns and no one doesn't know Romero's been around and, you know. Yep. That's just how it is now. Uh, part of me was hoping that Emma was going to find Norma's body in the ground. She was out in parts of the woods searching for a place to throw her ratches. Man, I didn't even think of that. I that. did. <laughs> I was like, is she going to run across Norma? <laughs> so I hope she might come across Norma, but it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> her conversation with Dylan in the motel was heartbreaking. Even though he really wasn't to blame for Norman's sickness and murdering everyone, Dylan took it all on himself. He didn't have the right words to tell Emma. Unfortunately, they can't go back to being the happy couple they were, or maybe not being a couple at all. No, they can. This but is a serious time. bump, yeah. but <laughs> they, I truly believe they will. And something may happen next episode that brings them together. Well, Dylan still doesn't know about Caleb. Right. And so that could all come out. And, that... and Emma might be like, oh, all right. Well, that could be the absolute point of no return for Dylan and and um, Norman. Norman, I think so for sure. 
where any sympathy, where he's totally sides with Emma. And it might draw some sympathy with Emma that he's lost both parents. Right. I think she's momentarily forgotten that Dylan's lost his mother. But yeah, I don't know. I was really happy to see that gravesite where she didn't seem to blame Norma at all. I kind of thought she might be harboring some resentment there, too. Mm. But she was so sweet visiting mm-hmm. her grave. It had to have been, you know, with the way she feels about Norman, it <laughs> had to have been creepy and weird reading his that I know. <laughs> That's all I could think of. <laughs> like, oh. Wait till Dylan reads it, he's going to be like, oh, <laughs> my brother's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we you got to do something about this. <laughs> Can I get a new headstone, please? <laughs> Just says, like, beloved mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Though it could happen if they are truly in love and Dylan doesn't help Norman get off. What a tragedy for all. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that people can go into crematoriums and watch their loved ones be cremated. Never heard of that. Pretty spooky for Emma. They can't. Yeah, we, we don't think so. <laughs> There's absolutely no way they can. That would be like allowing them to watch the embalming. No yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we totally cry foul. <laughs> well, Emma knew about Norman being Norma or didn't or she didn't until she talked to him in jail. What do you guys think? I don't think she knew that was Norma. I don't think she knew that was Norma. I just think she knew that that yeah. was not Norman. That it was not Norman, right. Yeah, I don't think she put it together that it was Norma. And I don't think she's ever been told, but... I wish know, they would have... Conversations with Dylan. <laughs> it would have been, like, really interesting if they did. Like, if, if head Norma would have said something that only Norma and Emma would have, you know. Mm. I think it would have been interesting if But Emma... she's not the spirit of Norma. Yeah, true. That's true. She's not, like, possessing. <laughs> it's not like ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg comes in. <laughs> no, Which but I think it would have been... happened with Romero. It would have been <laughs> in some sort of Oh no. <laughs> so <laughs> Romero and Norman at a pottery wheel. <laughs> no, I was, I was thinking of the time where she possesses Whoopi Goldberg's body and they have like a No, he possesses Whoopi Goldberg's body and they have like an embrace kind of a last oh, touch. Yeah. We can we can talk about how freaking cheesy they could go with the ending <laughs> based on the name of the last episode alone. It kind of has me scared. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be fun to talk about yeah. the predictions. Okay. Uh, or she didn't know until she talked to him. So, yeah, we don't think she knew but we also don't think she knows that was Norma that's Mm -hmm. what we think Mm -hmm. 
Even after Dylan and Emma said they would be honest, they didn't seem to be in this episode. Emma wasn't honest to Dylan about Norman having multiple personalities, and Dylan wasn't honest honest to Emma about what really happened when he went to the hearing. Emma didn't see Dylan after... No, they didn't. Yeah, she left, and it was like she visited Norman on her way out of town. On her way out of town, yeah. I don't think she saw Dylan after that. I don't see a real great finale with Emma leaving town. I think Emma needs to not have left town. Maybe. Well, maybe after seeing Norman like that and realizing that wasn't Norman, maybe she does stay. We didn't see her leave. We didn't, and I thought it was odd that it looks like she left. Like, was the guard that got shot, was he the same one that took her to see? I didn't notice. Because it's like he was still taking Emma to see Norman, and maybe she had just left. Maybe. When Romero came in. Like, maybe she was in the parking lot. Maybe. It's possible. It, it was very strange, and the fact that that I need to rewatch it and see if that guard was the same one that took her to see Emma, to see Norman, because it's like he was still kind of checking her out, almost like she could still possibly be even be at the yeah that's... she could be she could help them get out of the cell that Romero that's true locked them into it. They made it so close together, right. That it's very possible Emma's still around. And I just, I don't see a satisfying finale without Emma in it. There's too much yeah. that needs to be wrapped up there. I, I agree. For sure. And I felt they left it open that Emma could possibly have been around somehow still. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dylan also acted weak and he should have been strong for Emma. I, I'm giving Dylan a pass. He's going through. He's going through so much. So much. You know, they're both just going through so much. Yeah. You know? I mean, again, it's only been a couple of days since Dylan found out his mom's dead. Mm-hmm. And now he's... His brother's in prison for multiple murders, facing capital sentencing you know i mean that's a lot (laughs) (laughs) yeah and at the same time norman and dylan knows this norman himself is harmless i mean he doesn't okay he he actually confessed to killing uh, sam right to dylan right but they had some really touching moments in that one episode where dylan is trying to help Norman. It, They've had some great brother moments that you and I have both swoon over and loved and, you know. Right. Swooned over, whatever. I don't think swoon is a past tense. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. <laughs> it sounds weird if it is. <laughs> so. Yeah, I... Everyone's going through a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I I think... Yeah, I have a feeling that situations will change. And I think him learning about Caleb's death could be a big one. He's going to get stronger for Emma, but... Yeah. 
I think Norman almost has to die for this to end. Yeah, I agree. That's fine for everybody. Okay. I totally didn't agree with Madeline that it was Dylan's fault or that Dylan knew that Norman was going to murder several people. The only suspicion Dylan had about Norma Norman was killing Audrey. Dylan didn't even know Sam and wasn't even sure Norman killed anyone else. Yeah. I mean, I think if if pressed, he'd probably say it was probably he probably killed Blair Watson. Right. That's it. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, Madeline was out of line. Oh yeah. We all agree with that, I think. Yep. It is so sad how everyone's life has been ripped apart. Agreed. Yep. <laughs> I was kind of rooting for Romero to kill Norman, but I knew that would not happen in this episode. I like the way he rounded up everybody at the police station and was able to almost kill Norman. But at least he got Norman out. Norman's out. That's what we wanted. <laughs> yep. Romero might possibly kill Norman if it ends up that Norman shows him her body. I hope that is how it ends. I want Romero to live. Everyone else's life is ruined. Let Romero not die. Romero's life is totally ruined. <laughs> yep. I know it's a long shot, but I hope he winds up in Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> she sends an email saying that she meant Montana, so she meant the cabin. <laughs> right. I hope you don't mean with Maggie, because I don't like that at all. No. Podcast darling Romero is not ending up with Maggie. And he can go to Wyoming. Mama Bird's there. She'll take care of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they were getting in the car, Mother said, How did you get this car? I think she knew it was Chick's car. I didn't know that was Chick's car. I thought that was like the car he stole from the farm. Oh, no. That was totally Chick's car. Oh. Yeah. I did laugh when Norman's... Norma said that because <laughs> I was like, "Why does that matter?" <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Chick's car. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How did she get this car? <laughs> it's the second time you said that in the series. <laughs> oh, that's what it reminds me of when I chuckle. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, thank you guys. P.S. There is so much to talk about in this episode. I know I've missed a lot, but my arm is starting to hurt. <laughs> yep. Thanks, Vicky. Vicky. She did, when she sent her, I met Montana, not Wyoming, she did add a little bit more, if you want to read that. Okay. It says, will Dylan find out about Caleb? That's That's our big question. Could he go off the deep end and kill Norman if he finds out about his father's death? Mm -mm. If he finds out about Caleb was killed in a car accident, which only Norman can tell him, I don't think he'll believe him, and the death of Emma's mom and his dad will be too much. We will see. Boy, will I miss the show. Uh, They're taking April the draft video feed down. <laughs> and then the show is over. I'll be going through withdrawals. I'm sad. <laughs> what is... April oh my word. So they had a live feed on pregnant April the giraffe because she was about to have a baby any minute. But so it was like this big thing where everyone's watching this live feed oh. and they're like, it's going to happen anytime. And then she didn't have a baby 
for like weeks. <laughs> so it's like everyone's just like watching and nothing happens. Nothing happens for weeks. And then she finally last week had the baby. Oh. That makes something that happened at my work a couple of weeks ago make so much sense. It's got a April giraffe permeated every ounce, I mean, every corner of social media. So oh, it had to have come into some sort of contact. We, here's what, how I came, okay, so we have these, there's a little, like, canal by where my office is, and... Uh, there's these two Canadian geese that have been just there for the last month or two. And she was pregnant and she had her little chicks and someone posted a picture of the two, the mom and dad and the little baby geese and said, look, April and giraffe had their babies. (laughs) (laughs) And I just was giggling to myself. I'm like, people named them April and giraffe. That is the greatest thing I've ever heard. I had no idea that had something to do with something else. <laughs> I, I just, I was so amused that someone named a, gee, a, a goose giraffe. That just... <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> okay. Other than that, other than someone calling those geese April and giraffe, I've never heard of it. That's funny. That's, huh. It was just like whatever I was talking about, and then it was like, wah, wah. <laughs> and I think another giraffe at another zoo even had a baby. <laughs> and and April remains pregnant. <laughs> oh, how funny. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I never watched the feed except for when people would post the feed. I'd see it for a few minutes and be like, I don't want to sit here and watch a draft being born anyway. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea that this was happening. <laughs> uh, okay, well, thanks, Vicky. Thanks, Vicky. Um, okay, so our next one is from Mallory. She says, you're going to kill me, Carrie and Carlton. You're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly me Norman. <laughs> oh, I remember the first time we saw that on a coming up or saying that and we we're like he's going to <laughs> oh. um, he sure did <laughs> okay Mallory says do you think they could give us more than 38 minutes on the penultimate episode of the series? <laughs> Ugh, I just don't want it to end. I was surprised oh, by caught. that. I was surprised by that too. Um, she says, anyways, this was such a sad episode. Seeing the motel and house from the high camera shot with all of those agents scattered throughout the property was really depressing. It just made me think of all the seasons and how we got to this point. They must have had a field day in that house. <laughs> At <laughs> one point, it looked like they were lighting up the floor of the kitchen in the same spot where Keith was killed in the pilot. Did you see that? So many secrets. No. Interesting. They're using a laser for some reason. I, I noticed the laser. I didn't know what that was about. I thought lasers were used to like figure out trajectory of bullets and stuff. So I don't know what the mm. laser... I don't know. Maybe there is another use of them. 
Yeah, I don't watch enough of those CSI shows. <laughs> <laughs> I watch them all. No, I, I don't watch any of them. <laughs> um, she says, so is it safe to say that Mother has completely taken over at this point? When Head Norma is talking to Emma about him sleeping in his room, it seemed to imply that. But I wanted to know what you all thought. Sounds like we'll hear from Emily about what that, <laughs> what her thoughts are. I think he's deeply sleeping, but no. Yeah, I don't think she's fully taken over. No. Um, who called the misery reference on Maggie? Because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it when she was trying to convince Bat Merrill to run away with her to some hidden cab- cabin. <laughs> LMAO, I about died. <laughs> yep, it was them that... <laughs> came up with the Maggie misery. <laughs> I thought <it> just <laughs> right away. <laughs> um, she says, I'm incredibly worried about Dylan, though. I really hope he doesn't kill himself or something. Nah. No, I don't think so. Uh, he has definitely had a rough story, and I can't see it being a bright ending for him. The writers left up in the air for the finale. And it's like, is everyone going to die? Tragic. <laughs> um, she says, I miss Normero. Meh, me too. <laughs> Anyways, I'm looking forward to the head Norma Romero scene next week. And also what you two and the other lovely guests at the motel and B&B have to say. Mallory. Thanks, Mallory. Thanks, Mallory. Yeah, I think there's going to be... A really sad scene between Romero and her body. Mm-hmm. Worse than the one in the morgue where he puts the ring on. Oh. He's got the ring. Oh, that's right. Daniel, sit down. Daniel's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 I pictured I I was anticipating a much more pissed off Daniel email <laughs> than we got. Yeah. I I think Daniel's just really excited that he's gonna see Norman and the body of Norman <laughs> together. <laughs> he's riding on that. <laughs> he's riding that wave. <laughs> Into oblivion. <laughs> Thanks, Mallory. Thanks, Mallory. All right, Mike. He says, I thought this was a good episode, and I was really happy to hear one of my favorite Beach Boy songs. Wouldn't it be nice? Also, Crimson and Clover. Good music episode. <laughs> yeah, I... <clears throat> Plus the Bobby Darren. And Bobby Darren. Yeah. I had to text, or I tweeted, me taco, I'm like, Bobby Darren again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, looks like you'll get your showdown, even, what, sorry, although true to movie TV common mistakes, Romero didn't take Norman out right away when he had the chance, so I'm guessing Dylan or someone will save the day. The ghost of Chick, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's just way more Norman oh. needs to do. <laughs> chick ghost. Chick ghost sounds fun. I like chick ghost. He'd be even more filled with, like... <laughs> 
wisdom. <laughs> Especially if he was like self-aware that it was a ghost. It'd <laughs> be amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. <would. laughs> and he's totally... <laughs> he would ghost it up. up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be amazing. <laughs> He'd just come and like impart wisdom and then float away. <laughs> And he'd get chains. He'd rattle chains. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I didn't come up with a limerick or anything for this week, but I'll have something fun for the finale episode. Yay! Nice. I'm off now to pitch a spinoff to A&E called Dylan's Motel. <laughs> 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 Without all the murdering, it'll have to be a sitcom. Chick's identical cousin, Chuck. <laughs> will be the handyman. Same actor. <laughs> Wackiness will ensue and the pit will return. Spoiler, they will never get the darn pool. Also, the guests will know nothing about all the bodies that were in that lake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna add Chick the Ghost also. And Chuck and Chick don't get along. <laughs> <laughs> they bicker all the time. <laughs> oh, I love it. That would be amazing if, like, Dylan and Emma took over the motel. That'd be amazing. Oh, and... remember when Norma wanted the pool? <laughs> I want a pool. Oh, <laughs> oh Norma. Norman's fence. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch this. <laughs> I need to rewatch. Oh, yes. shoot. Oh, well, thanks, Mike. It's good to have you back. Mm-hmm. That was funny. Chuck the handyman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got uh, Mitaku on Twitter. Mm-hmm. She entitled it, I just can't. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> this is the third person. <laughs> I'm not stable enough for this shit. <laughs> Broken dilemma. Mother Emma scenes. Alex. One episode left. I think it's only fair that Karen Carlton pay for all our funerals. <laughs> <laughs> They're paying for our stay at the Mama Bear Inn and Spa. Yes. And taking care of us handsomely <laughs> while we're there. <laughs> <clears throat> Yay, Emma shined this episode. She's always been the light in the darkness of the Bates Motel, and I've missed her. Which is why her abandoning any pretense of understanding in favor of anger was a bit surprising to me. I get her pain over Norman killing her mom, but she saw Norman blacked out for herself, and I just didn't expect her to react that way. But she didn't fail me. She went to see him and recognized it wasn't him. They'll always be friends no matter what, just as she promised. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. We'll see Oh, that gives me little warm fuzzies. I know. It makes me, I just think of all the little <laughs> Dylan and, or Norman and Emma scenes that we've had. Their capers and weird romance and. Well, the little scene at the end of, well, at, after the Christmas tree episode, mm-hmm. where she went up to his room and told him that they'll always be friends no matter what. Yeah. Aww. 
Um, and if she can go visit Norman, surely she can get over this little hump with Dylan. Right? Right, Emma? <laughs> yes, she can. For sure. Oh, my gosh. Dylan and Emma not closing those curtains. That red light would have drove me crazy. Jeez. Oh, word. <laughs> I could not believe that. Dylan's just sitting there trying to sleep with that. How could a hotel be that irresponsible? <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. It... Someone got fired over that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's the owner that did it, but still. <laughs> Yeah, that was crazy town. I'm not even sure blackout curtains could have really taken care of that. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Oh, Alex, precious baby. He's already died in a way that just wants to bring... Let's see. That just wants to bring Norman with him. I guess my hope of him not killing Norman out of love for Norma just died. She's dead. She doesn't get a say. LOL. Poor Maggie. (laughs) Yeah, I was surprised to hear him say that. But yeah, he was stressed and on a mission. Yeah, singular mind. <laughs> but yeah, she is dead. Doesn't get a say, except through Norman. <laughs> uh, Madeline, you leave Dylan alone. It's not his fault. And Dylan, how did you escape? Must have snuck out while I was in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what are you talking about? Let's see. I forgot to mention this last week, but that shot of the vent under Norma's bed and the camera panning up to Alex sleeping in the bed. I just, I felt so attacked. (laughs) Yeah, we forgot to mention that too. Didn't we? When... Romero was sleeping in Norma's bed. We got a shot of the famous grate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's how he heard Chick and Norman. Yeah, I think we did. I think we mentioned it. Yeah. We mentioned that he heard it. We just didn't specifically say that we got a good shot of him laying in bed with that grate again. Right. Kind of like her laying in bed with the grate. But yeah. Anyway, it was it was haunting. It was to say the least. In a recent interview, Freddie said the ending would be tragic. I'm not even going to attempt predictions because I always think I know what's going to happen and then they just knock me on my ass. <laughs> it's still fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is. A and E took away their live stream, assholes. So I probably won't catch the finale or the special afterwards live tears. Oh, how I long to participate in the amazingness that is sure to be your finale party. Aw, we'd love to have you. Anyway, thanks for listening, Kale, in the Beyond the Sea room. Thanks, Kale. So there's a there's going to be a special on after the finale? So. <laughs> and I didn't know A&E did a live stream. Do they do it on their, did they do it on their app? Not that I've seen. Well, that'll be fun. They used to on their website. That's how I watched it live last year, but they took that away. There used to be a little watch live thing on their website. Uh, she must be talking about that like they didn't just take it away. Right. Like yesterday. <laughs> right. So, yeah. That's why I haven't been able to watch it as it aired this year. I have to wait till the next morning. Well, thanks, Kale. Thanks, Kale. Wish you could be at the party, too. Yeah. 
Sorry, next one is from Candy. And she says, hey, Em and Sue, I was a little late with my feedback last week. Dang it. Hopefully this one will be on time. Uh, Maggie is embarrassingly desperate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we said that earlier. <laughs> um, I would be too if I had Romero as my captive. I mean, house guest. <laughs> <laughs> I believe was the end of that. love seeing the creepy awesome funeral home family again (laughs) (laughs) that was the fastest cremation ever do they usually let people watch I don't think so (laughs) (laughs) no no Um, Emma going to see Norman OMG I love that Emma knew it wasn't Norman I hope she can help Dylan through this that they can help each other they have to stay together forever and have a perfect life after this. <laughs> I won't accept anything less for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're going to stay together. It's all good. Shh. Yeah. I, I don't believe for a second they're not. No, they'll be fine. Perfect um, life. We, none of us will accept anything less. They deserve it. They've earned it. By the end of this next episode, they'll have totally earned it. (laughs) (laughs) And I think they'll be able to just live without that baggage. Uh, She says, I was holding my breath when when Romero came for Norman. It cracked me up that he told Norman to come out, and Norman replied, no thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Freddy is amazing in this scene. (laughs) He's amazing in every scene. I know. (laughs) (laughs) He's so great. Uh, looking forward to hearing what y'all and my fellow guests have to say. Candy and the Maybe This Time Room. Thanks, Candy. Thanks, Candy. All right. Then we have Iggy. She says, why is it that all I could think of during the whole episode is how old Emma looked? She sure wasn't the happiest for obvious reasons, but she sure didn't have that spunk that I saw in her when they were in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> well, her mom died, I guess. But she does look old. She's aged a lot, I think, getting that surgery. Finding out she's, like, has a life. I mean, that girl grew up without a life, knowing that it was going to end early. Yeah, that's true. And that's an interesting way to live. And then all of a sudden, I mean, she's not out of the woods. Like she said, her body could reject those lungs any time. Right. But she's got a new lease on life and a man and a baby. And it's like, whoa. I I think she aged in a good way. (laughs) (laughs) But I think maybe it's just the updo. (laughs) I was going to say, the (laughs) buns never help. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The scene of her in the cremation room sure was vivid and telling. I had a sense that she will be seeking revenge, but her scene with Freddy in the cell room was amazing. Norma's apology and her scene through the act, one of the best I've seen in this season. It's really hard to make a choice of who is right or wrong, but Dylan knew about Norman, and he abandoned them. Yeah, he didn't abandon them. I don't know. It's not going to... The world isn't going to play out with a courtroom and all of that. I know that for sure. Right. I don't know exactly what's going to happen to Norman, but it's not going to be trials. No. So I guess he's going to die, but 
I guess I really think he is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going, yeah. I think so. And, you know, this was just one thing that Dylan walked out of. He's, he's, he has to, he's doing wife management. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and have him help him. He's, I think he's making the right decision to do that. Yeah. And just stick by her is what he needs to do. She'll, she'll even out. Yep. Totally. Um, if anything, I will make the statement that I believe Dylan could have prevented many of the murders, except Norma. The dilemma is real. You know, you're the first person to say that. Yeah. But. I'm trying to absorb that. Like, that's, that's her per- putting a lot on Dylan. He couldn't have. The father one, no. I don't know where he was at that time, but he was definitely moved out of the house. Miss Watson. No. After Miss Watson, if he, like, went nuts about believing that he, Norman really had killed her. Yeah. Maybe after Miss Watson, if, if he would have, like, I don't know, though. One guy with the Norman Norman team. Yeah, that's the thing. Doesn't have a lot of power. I mean, he tried so he had so many talks with Norma, and she just poo pooed any idea of getting Norman help. Yeah, and yeah. He just didn't he did not have any power in that situation? Uh-uh. A little I don't think... persuasiveness once in a while with her. Yeah. But... Yeah, I don't know. I guess he could have just, you know abandoned the pretense of getting permission from her altogether, but I don't know. There's a lot of red tape and a lot of legality mm-hmm. that goes along with getting someone admitted, especially when their mother and like caregiver or right. a minor is involved and totally against what you're trying to do. It just It would have taken every ounce of Dylan <laughs> to prevent murders. Yeah. Or he could have just taken Norman out. <laughs> That's true. But again, he didn't have all the ounce. He did not have yeah. all the information. It's not like he knew for sure. Well, he didn't. His mother did tell him in season one that Norman killed his father. Right. So he knew something was up, but so he could have taken him out, but that's pretty extreme. I mean, yes. you think about it now. Right. But that's the only way he probably could have prevented many murders to me is if he would have just killed Norman. But that would have had a lot of consequences. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and then she says, Romero, do it for Norma. <laughs> <laughs> The end is sadly near. Kumbaya. <laughs> oh. You got a little ukulele or something in your room. <laughs> leading little groups of kumbaya. <laughs> Drink, drinking her cider. <laughs> Having sing-alongs. <laughs> your resident B&B guest, Iggy. Well, thanks, Iggy. Thanks, Iggy. And yeah, I put it on the Facebook or send us an email. I want to, I, I like your, 
statement that Dylan could have prevented. I'd like to hear more about that. Yeah, expound on those thoughts. Yeah. Um, well, our last one is from Kimberly. And she says, Hi, Am and Sue. I think I'm too late to send in feedback. <laughs> I'm looking forward to your review and the next week's conclusion. I want to offer to make a notebook if you would like another prize to give away. Kim. I think that would be awesome. That'd be fun. Do... It could be the prize for who gets the death pool. Oh, sure. We do need a prize for that. We can, You can have that and a trophy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, if you want to make one, Kim, that would be awesome. I use mine. I use mine, too. I used it today. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, Kim. And we happened, we got three late feedback, so we're doing a little mini session real quick in the evening so yeah so it's all good you were too late for the main recording but you got in <laughs> for the mini <laughs> <laughs> okay we got one more feedback this is from chris she said oh this one is for uh the body and visiting hours because it's been <laughs> a couple it's been a couple since she wrote in yep I can't believe we are reaching the end of Bates Motel. It has been such a great ride watching the show and listening and listening to all your awesome Yes Mother podcasts. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Throughout the series, I have been amused by all the sandwiches. Sandwiches? So have we. <laughs> <laughs> sandwiches are my favorite food. If I had to choose the last meal, it would be a turkey sandwich. Maybe that'll be Norman's last meal, too. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing there's going to be sandwiches at the final episode viewing party. That's right. With uh, mustard spread on the lettuce. <laughs> you, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> These past two episodes, the body and visiting hours didn't disappoint. So much happened. I can't believe Romero shot Chick. Everyone better stay out of his way. He has only one thing on his mind. Revenge, revenge, revenge. Yep. Yep. I felt like there was a lot of closure for Emma in these episodes. I'm glad they had her return to White Pine Bay. Her interaction with Norman was great. I really liked how she was telling Head Norma she wanted to speak with Norman. She is someone that truly understands his illness. True. Or just truly knows Norman and just knows that was not Norman. Yeah. Because if she truly understood his illness, I think she'd be a little, even if she's pissed at him about killing her mom, I think she'd have a little more sympathy for him about court and a defense lawyer and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just one of those things where she just knows Norman so well. Yeah, and really, in that scene, Headmother did a horrible job sounding yeah. <laughs> like Norman. That is not the way Norman talks to Emma, at least. He may talk no. to strangers that way. Right. Yep. But yeah, that was definitely not an interaction with Emma. Not to marginalize how well Emma did figuring it out, but still. <laughs> yeah. She figured it out pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. 
Something else I wanted to mention in these episodes was having Head Norma be the reflection in the glass. That was genius. Yeah, we never mentioned that. That was really cool. Yeah, I like that it. a lot. By the way, what is with Emma's outfit? She jumped pretty far from the cute teenage dresses to grandma shirts. <laughs> yeah, that yep. Is true. <laughs> that that might be what was it Iggy that was like, "What's with Emma looking so old?" <laughs> yeah, it might not just be the bun. <laughs> it might have been the grandma shirts. <laughs> Visiting Hours did a good job setting up for the finale. I'm so excited to see it. Just a few more days. I'm getting my Norma costume ready for the finale party. See you soon, Chris. (laughs) Yay! Yay! Chris is coming to our party. Yep, Chris happens to live in Orem, where we're having it. So, yep. Well, thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris, and great feedback, everybody. Yep. We're glad y'all came through for these last few because you've had a lot of fun talking points and lots of good ideas. Yeah. Can't wait to do like the feedback for the finale and if we do like a series wrap up type thing. Yeah. Which we should. Which we're totally doing because the series is over. I mean, (laughs) yeah. Where's Yasa Mother going? (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to rehash everything. (laughs) We're going to do a rewatch. We need to, we need to do a Norma one. Yep, definitely do a Norma one. But we also have Base Motel, the TV movie. Yep. And I think we ought to do like a series as a whole one yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. So we got yeah. plans. We got plans. Just because Bates is over doesn't mean we're not going to stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Okay.
can't explain it. I love the pain. And I love the way that your breath knows me like Novocaine. And we are always high. Keep it strange. Okay, yeah, I'm insane. But you're the same. Let me paint the picture. Oh, couch by the kitchen. Hey, nothing but your heels on. Losing all religion. You're my pretty little fiction. And I'm that voice inside your head that keeps telling you to listen to all the bad things I say and you said. I want you forever. So I can take you wherever, like I want you forever, even when we're not together. 